Hayyem Yoyim Gimbal Shvat, the third day of Shvat. Like yesterday, it's about my modem of the Alter Rebbe. Today we're here to discuss the classical, the most classical texts of the Alter Rebbe, besides Britannia, which is Teira Erlen Kutte which contains hundreds upon hundreds of my modem of the Alter Rebbe. Once again, my modem means Hasidic discourses. And they were chosen and selected in front of the Tzamech Tzedek, had 2,000 Aymarib. And essentially, when the Al-Tarebbe had his second imprisonment by the Russian government in 1801, it was 1800 actually, by Sukkot's time, and then, uh, which lasted until the summer of 1801, and he actually couldn't move back to Liyajna, he moved back to Liadi. So in that imprisonment, the Samach Tzedek made a decision that it's time to start recording for posterity of the teachings of the Alter Rebbe, besides for his book, the Tanya. And he began organizing the Maimarim and, uh, in a tremendous fashion. At that point, when he began, he had 1,100 um, um, booklets or, uh, or uh, like notebooks of the Alter Rebbe's, of writings of the Alter Rebbe's teachings of Maimarim. Each boygin, it's the name for a, a, um, these notebooks, the Rebbe describes is eight inches high, about 30 lines a, a, a page, so about eight, eight uh, pages. I, I believe that probably means eight double-sided pages. And he had 1,100. And that's how he began. And then he didn't stop doing this activity. And until the year 1812, until the passing of the Alter Rebbe, Tovkafai and Gimel, at that time he had over 10,000 of these notebooks of my modern Alter Rebbe. Samach Tzedek was also very organized. So starting from 1804, Tovkaf Samach he began every single day, part of his daily schedule of learning of the Alter Rebbe's my modern, the Alter Rebbe's Hasidic discourses. And he kept this up for 30 years. He ended up saying when he finished, and that's another Hayyim Yayim, that he said that the, in the merit he, that he spent in those 30 years, he spent 32,000 hours, according to his calculation, 32,000 hours studying the Maimodim of the Alter Rebbe, which is a lot of hours. Apparently, according to the math, the Friedrich Rebbe says it's 20 hours a week. 20 hours a week. Some people have a working, their working week is 20 hours a week. He spent 20 hours a week just studying the Maimodim of the Alter Rebbe. And eventually, to, out of these thousands of Maimodim, he selected the choicest of the choicest, and he put it together in a book. Now, his father-in-law, who was the Rebbe after the Alter Rebbe passed away, the Rabbi Doiv, Rabbi Doiv Ber, the middle Rebbe, the son of the Alter Rebbe. Samach Tzedek was the grandson of the Alter Rebbe. And uh, so his father-in-law and the Rebbe before him, the previous Rebbe before him, the second Rebbe of Chabad, also wanted to print all the Maimodim of the Alter Rebbe. He expressed a very clear desire to do so. And, uh, and he, the problem was that Samach Tzedek writes in his letter that the middle Rebbe said that he doesn't want to come out with little by little. You know, a little pamphlet here, a book here. He wants you look to collect all of them and then come out with a with a tremendous publication, a tremendous um, you know coming out situation. And that's talked And the Tzamech Tzedek said, I followed his directives, even though the Tzamech Tzedek began before the Mitzvah Rebbe became a Rebbe many years before, not uh, right many years before. But he says, man, all of these years he was sitting and collecting write manuscript after manuscript and also of course fixing them up because the, the many copies would you know all kinds of mistakes could creep in and turn out to organize it based on the parshius of the Torah 
And like any real project, it ended up taking decades upon decades. And, but then finally in the 1830s, the Alter Rebbe passed away in the year 1812. Finally, the Tzamaq Tzedek's dream became true and he gave it over to, to other people to ultimately f- uh, prepare for, uh, to, to copy over his work and to prepare for printing in the early 1830s. And that took uh, about three years. And then they were ready to print. So now to actually read the Hayyam Yem, now it will flow, now we understand what's happening. Taydar was printed for the first time in 1837, Tovkut Zayin, in the city of Kapust. It does not have the notes of the Tzamaq Tzedek in it. Basically, over all these years that the Tzamaq Tzedek was looking over the Altar Rebbe's Maimarim, he wrote tons of notes. He was giving it sources and explanations and, Kab- and from Kabbalah and from philosophy and so on. And, but when they organized it, when these people organized it in the 1830s, they, they put that in a separate book. They wrote it separately to separate between the Alter Rebbe's teachings and the Tzamaq Tzedek's writings. So the first volume of the Alter Rebbe's Maimarim, which, ha- which covers the first two Chumashim of Chumash and, and about Hanukkah and about Pesach and, and, uh, and so on, that does not have the notes of the, of the Tzamaq Tzedek on it. And the Tzamaq Tzedek wrote in a, note, in a letter uh, uh, dated Gimel Shvat, which is the mo- obvious reason why it's today's Hayyam Yayim. In the year Tovk of Tzadik Gimel, Tzadik Zayin, he writes the following. The book Tzadar, which is printed now, has my modem of Roiv Hadrushim Shemishnas Tovk of Nunvav Atzayif Tovk of Ayin Beis. It has the majority of the my modem from the year 1796 until the year 1812. Which, starting those years, is when the Alter Rebbe spoke with the distinct style of Chabad, a tremendous length and explanations and so on. So he's, it's interesting, he writes that it's the majority of the my modem. Elsewhere it says he chose the choicest of the Maimarim. He chose some 2,000 Maimarim. So I don't know what it means that it's the majority of the Maimarim. It could mean it means that it has the majority of the content of what was spoken there. Anyways, Asher Harbe may have many of these Maimarim that Al Tarebbe himself had a chance to look at and study them. The Alter Rebbe placed his eye of iyunoi of his of his looking in depth into it. and even fixed it up, and he with his schema his holy mind agreed to, that it should be printed. And this book is going to have two portions. The first portion is covers the first two chumashim of Torah, and it talks about Hanukkah and Purim, and a number of things about Shavuos in the parsha of which talks about the giving of the Torah, parsha Yisrael, and a little bit about Pesach and parsha Vayakol. The second portion, in Mitzvah Hashem, God willing, will have the second three, the, the final three books of the Torah, and on the Shir Hashirim, on the Book of Song of Songs, and on the holidays and Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. And how perfect it is to name it Tayrar, because the Altarab's name is Shneyar, which means two lights, which is the same numerical value as Vahafta, you shall love God, and this is what causes you to love God. And Vahafta, the capitalists say, is two times R. If you do the numerical value, two times R. R is 207. So two, two times that, which is 414, is the Gematria Vahafta, you shall love God, because there's two forms of love the love of God to us and our. And our effort to love God, and that's exactly what this book was all about, and that's Shnei'er, two lights, so it's perfect. Ad kam However, the question arises, why are there two names? Why is it Teira'er and Lekut Says the Rebbein Hayyem Yem. At the end of the day, they weren't able to print, they were only able to print the first Sefer, because the Enlightenment movement, the Jews who were enlightened, quote-unquote, they shut it down. 
they were very against Hasidus. They said Hasidus is the ultimate superstition, and that is no way to uh, end the Jewish people as long as they are bringing them up to date, as long as they have these superstitious beliefs. And they, they did the worst thing a Jew could do. They went to the Goyim. Right? And of course, once you involve the government involved, it's a disaster. The names of these people, who are obviously remembered for shame, and it should be a kapara for them, it should be an atonement for them, was a guy by the name of Wolf Tugendhald. He was one of the leading masculine enlightenment Jews in the city of Vilna. And he was a disaster. He spoke to the Russian government against the thing. And then in, in 1833, there was a guy by the name of Leiv Merkel, and another guy by the name of Yaakov Berenstein. And these were two masculine from Volin. Anyways, they successfully shut down the Jewish printing system in Russia, uh, basically except for two places where it remained open. And these two places couldn't even print, barely print the, you know, the Chumashim and, and, uh, and, and Magzayim because there was such a demand. There was no time for other books. Bottom line is, because of the they the government closed down and they had to stop in middle. And they also cut, cut down the one in, in Kapus, which printed Tehidar. And then in the year 1840, 1948, the second portion was printed in the city of Jetamer with a different name, Lekutei Tehidar, probably for legal reasons. They had to change the name, um, not to show that it's a book of Hasidut. And of course, the lesson of is that we should actually learn these books and realize how much effort was put into them. And this is the greatest treasures given to humanity. Amen. Everyone have a fantastic day.